Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. So we're really doing this. We are face to face. Wait, what? Yes. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, I'm ready to start a show if you are, Justin. I am ready to start a show if you are, Graham. Let's go ahead and do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. My name is Graham, and for the umpteenth time, I have the pleasure of introducing my fantastic co-host. Her name is... Jocelyn. Hey, Jocelyn, how are you doing? I'm good, Graham. How are you doing today? Hey, it's been a heck of a week, and I'm loving it. And uh, I don't know you, but I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for winter, no, uh, for summer. I'm yeah. ready for everything except this rainy, whiny, coldy-ish kind of winter that we've had. I'm ready for some fucking sunshine, man. <laughs> I'm with you, man. This is bullshit. We could be doing this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but again, <laughs> we have a show to do, and today... Uh, we've got a good one for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, All like, our shows are good. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, it's just like uh, the hype. <laughs> <laughs> we have to hype this shit, man. I'm just saying. This is an extra good one, folks. Hold on to your hats. Not that anybody wears hats anymore. but Yeah, people do, man. I don't know what you're talking about. People do, man. <laughs> yeah, seriously, people do. Like, I'm, I, I have a hat, do you? I don't have a hat. No. Oh, I have like uh, actually, I'm a mad hatter kind of guy. So, oh well, okay, yeah. good. Uh, meaning that I buy my hat at a store called the Mad Hatter. Oh, oh, very cool. <laughs> I had no no idea such a thing existed. Oh, there is. Oh, trust me. Hey, you need to hang out with me more. <laughs> hey, I do. You can take me hat shopping. We can go. We can go shopping for hats. All right. So let's start this show for the love of God. <laughs> Intro, please. <laughs> This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And again, welcome to Kicking and Streaming, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for being with us. And thank you very much for coming back to us. This week is good. As we were mentioning in our pro intro, is that a pre intro? Is that is that cool? pre intro? I think I, yeah, sure. Why not? If pre- it's not, we'll make it one. Yeah, pre intro. Pre intro now is a bird. Um, don't forget to follow us on social media. We need like we. Hey, thank you by the way for following us on Instagram. But we do need some Twitter follower for the love of God. So it is <laughs> at kicking and streaming with n everything kicking and streaming on kicking and streaming on uh twitter and of course on instagram we active on the on the igr we we are quite active yes yes so follow us there too on instagram and our facebook page is just kicking and streaming yep justly you don't do facebook but uh, you know it's popping on facebook tell the truth I'm awesome saying. awesome mm-hmm. good stuff no i'm not on the facebook but that's that's a i, I applaud everyone who is will you come back though I uh, know. <laughs> I left once before. I came back. I left again. This time, I think it's permanent. Yeah, no, you're, you're missing shit. <laughs> 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 All right, on to the show, ladies and gentlemen. 
so this has been a hell of a week in terms of like uh, pervy celebrities, ain't it? Yeah, it's been it's been a wackadoo week. I'm gonna tell you something. I wasn't planning on doing that, but this week I decided to. On Monday night, I decided to watch *Living Neverland*. And yes. Boy, I wish I didn't do that. Yes. Holy shit, I wish I didn't do that. Michael Jackson was a horrible, horrible, bloody human being. And please come and debate me about, about that. I will debate you to kingdom come. Uh, have you seen that shit? I have not. I knew that I would not be able to watch it, uh, honestly. So I it, it wasn't something I would be able to watch. So I, I didn't even try. I read some of the articles about it, but I didn't actually watch any of the show because um, it's not for me. A little too, too, too real. Good Lord. I... First of all, it's two ep- um, two episodes, and I think each episode is about ninety minutes or a bit more. No, I think it was more than that. And the only th- the best I did was fifty minutes. So the the next forty minutes of the first episode, I don't know what happened. I'm not interested in what happened. Um, all I can tell you is that shit, man. That's no cool. <laughs> I'm serious. That was no cool. At all. But anyway, uh, Living Neverland is on HBO. So you can stream it on HBO Go or HBO Now if you don't, uh, if that's what you carry. If you can muster it, just do it. Um, some of these things, it's good to know. Some of, it's, it's important to see it if you ever had any doubt that Michael Jackson was guilty and he was a fucking pervert. Please go and watch it. Because it's important that you know the two sides. Perhaps the side you've taken the entire life, your entire time has been Michael Jackson's side because you have not heard the testimony of these kids who are now grown men. But go watch it and you you tell me. Because you know what? That's all I can all I can say about that. Um and how about R. Kelly? <laughs> I'm fighting for my fucking life, man. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? <laughs> Can you believe this shit? <laughs> this dude right here. He's 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 nuts. I, I he's mean, nuts. I mean, there's been stuff about R. Kelly for years, right? And yeah. and the, the urine scandal and all that stuff. And but man, he's kind of uh, lost his marbles for good this time. Yo, and by the way, his lawyers seriously, you let this dude go on TV? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his lawyers must be like, I don't know, friends of the family or something that they're just like, yeah, I'll cash my paycheck. You want to go on TV? Yeah, yeah, you you do that. You do that, man. That's fine. I think his lawyers are like, in terms of lawyer, they're like the um, Giuliani to Trump. (laughs) 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 Except that they let him go on TV instead of them coming on TV and saying some dumb shit. You're probably right. I mean, come on, man. You're probably right. And I actually just read on the Google box that mm. um, somebody has paid his back child support. So the guy's out of prison now. Yeah. So. I mean, they keep doing it. And surprisingly, the ones doing it are the women. Yeah. So, all right. Hey, whatever rocks your boat, man. Yeah, it- I don't know. I'm I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm ashamed. So <laughs> I got nothing to do with it. And I'm ashamed. So. Hey, yo, I'm with you, man. I don't, I don't even understand. But like, here's the thing. You know, it's time for these pervs to go away. I'm just saying it's yeah. time for these pervs to go away because 
you you can't get away with shit for that long, can you? I mean, come on. Let's move on from this thing because it's actually kind of, you know, dragging me down, man. All I can say is, whatever, R. Kelly, I hope you get eaten by a piranha or some shit. <laughs> I, I, actually, I'm stealing this line from from Jocelyn. <laughs> you are. You are. That was, that was my line from earlier I'm just today. Saying, but that, I agree with you. I hope he gets eaten by piranhas. That shit was dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. This is dope. <laughs> All right. So on this week's episode, we want to talk about things that we are into. Things uh, meaning that series or shows or uh, movies. Stuff the we stuff enjoyed. We, the stuff we, we've enjoyed, yeah. uh, we, we've discovered, if you will. And um, stuff that we tried to get into and we, we couldn't, we just didn't like. So that that's the taste of the show today. And the things that we're excited about that are upcoming. Yes. <laughs> yes, there's some good stuff coming up. Yes, I can't wait to talk about those things. So starting with you, Jocelyn, what mm-hmm. have you been watching? I binged Russian Doll. And uh, I cannot recommend it enough. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty popular at the moment. So I think lots of folks are watching it. But it was just so good. And um, I think I read one critic say something along the lines of it's a, a, a genre that's been visited before. And, of course, it has, a, you know, most famously probably in Groundhog Day. Um, but this is different uh, it is a familiar genre, but it is a different take on it. Um, the acting in it is just superb and, uh, the sets are great. Um, the bizarre little happenings for in each episode are great. Um, yeah. it's, it's just, I've, I loved every episode. Each episode is actually less than half an hour or two. And I think it's, it's eight eight episodes long, if I'm remembering correctly. So it's, yeah. So it's not a huge time commitment at all. That's cool. It's got a great soundtrack. Uh, Love the lead actress in it. She's amazing. I have a big girl crush on her now. Natasha Leone. Yeah. Hey, and and she's on uh, this other show on Netflix, right? The the prison one. What was it called again? Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. Yeah. I think she's well known for that one, which I've actually never seen that. Oh yeah. She is. She is a horny. (laughs) (laughs) She is a horny lesbian in that one, man. And and she plays that character very well. By the way, I just realized that she's uh, dating, or is she married or dating Fred Armisen? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't she, know. Yeah, well, she was she was his partner um, uh, this uh, past Oscar. Okay, uh, they, they came together, and I think they're dating oh. Natasha Lyonne. And Fred, by the way, Fred Armisen is one of those most. But first of all, he's a great actor and comedian, but like he's like really under the radar kind of guy. He just likes his job. But at the same time, too, he's the same way with women. Like he's been with some very prominent women that you wouldn't even know they did, uh, this guy. Um, he was married to, what's her name? Peggy Olsen from Mad Men. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Elizabeth. According to Wikipedia, I have him called up. Uh-huh. He was married to Sally Timms. Mm-hmm. He was married to Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss, yes. And now he and Natasha Leone are together, and they've been together since 2014. 
Can you really like? I mean, who would have known that? Like, if <laughs> if I didn't see, him, and I'm looking at his picture now, I know who he is, and I'm like, uh, really? <laughs> okay, but, but all but, right. But here's the thing: though. that's five years ago. They've been together for five years, yeah. and now I'm finding that out. So that's 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 my kind of of guy. Yeah, yeah he's been with some really cool people, but yeah. you wouldn't know that. You don't go around telling his business like that. <laughs> All right, well, back to Russian dolls. Can you uh, tell me or tell us a bit about the show itself? Uh, what, what's the premise of the show? What's what's a good synopsis of the show, if you will? So it's a it's a comedy drama series, um, and Natasha Leon plays a, a young woman by the name of Nadia, who is at her on her way to or just about to attend her thirty sixth birthday party mm-hmm. and she gets caught in a time loop while she's there oh wow and Knuckle. she the premise of it is she keeps dying kind of like um groundhog day in that sense mm-hmm. um and she keeps restarting the night at the same point every time she dies she starts the night over at the same point in the night oh and does she get drunk every time like if that if that would be my kind of party <laughs> If my body restarts every time I die, yo, I'd be like, yeah, man, let's do this. They actually do go into that. Like, she does that a couple times. She gets high a couple times. She does some other things a couple times. Um, but she kindly, kind of gets to the point where she's like, okay, this is this must have some meaning or reason or something must be going on behind this. And so she's trying to discover why it's happening and another character played by charlie barnett um becomes involved in the story i'm not going to say how he becomes involved because i think that's a little bit of a spoiler Mm -hmm. um but it adds a dimension to the show that i think otherwise without adding him without adding that character it pretty would have become a lot less interesting it would have been a lot more predictable of a show Um, but bringing in his character, bringing in what actually ends up happening to him and then to the both of them, I think makes it, uh, very good. I think they're supposed to be renewing it perhaps for another season. Um, I'm not sure what they'll do with a second season, but, uh, that's okay. Cause, uh, first season was good. I really recommend it. Like I said, it's not a huge time commitment. Each episode is less than a half an hour long. So if you put the first one on and you're like, eh, this is stupid, you're, you're not out too much, but I enjoyed it very much. I recommend it very much. So how does that work with, with, with less than half an hour? Like, I mean, no, sitcoms are like 27 minutes and sometimes you feel like you, you're left wanting more. That's I think I think maybe that's why they did it that way because the first episode ended and I was like, wait a minute, what? How can it possibly be over? What is going on here? Um, and I think that's kind of maybe why they did it that way because it does leave you wanting more. Um, and then each almost every episode is sort of a a death for her, right? So, oh, okay. and a comeback. So, all right, um, like so. the first episode ends with a death and her coming back and being like, what? what just happened so so she just responds every time like 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 in the same place at the same time yo i'm telling you man hey i wish that shit was through like i'd be be like yo let's do this it's it's and she does and she gets into that so it's i mean like like, let's think suppose you knew that for sure for sure for sure every time you die you come back wouldn't you go like and do like some like especially when you go out in town with friends and shit? Mm-hmm. 
do some like stupid shit, like get in a fight, you know, mm-hmm. um, like get shit faced drunk, you know, just, just. Because there'd be no repercussions. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't even come back with a hangover, so. Oh, that is, oh my God. Yo, somebody come up with the science of that shit so we can do it. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) Yo, like, hey, I'm telling, work on it, work on it, because I want that. All you science types who are listening. (laughs) But um, but yeah, Russian Doll, it's on Netflix, and uh, it's it's good. I enjoyed it very much. I love I love the lead actress. I love how much she captures being a New Yorker, set in New York. But she to me, she captures what it is to be a New Yorker very much. Um, don't watch it with the kids. Okay, but like, okay, now that you mentioned the 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 New Yorker thing, is it possible that Natasha Lyonne runs the risk of being typecast in that respect because she plays like a a hardcore New Yorker too on. Orange is the New Black. Well, I did read that she herself is is a New Yorker and loves New York and feels that it's like a, a huge part of her as a as a being as a as a as a person. Um, so I don't think she cares if she's typecast as that because she loves New York so much that she's she's fine with that. Um, I haven't seen Orange is the New Black, so I don't know how much of of their character crossover there is with that at the same time i do understand the preoccupation of some actors uh with the fact that they might be typecast yeah with with a certain character but i think uh, also that tend to happen more to female uh, female actors i agree i agree with that Yeah. yeah i think i think females are definitely more typecast than males yeah yeah i don't know why that is but well, you know, hopefully that's not the case. As for me, Jocelyn, I must tell you, my the show that I'm into, and by the way, I've already gone uh, through this season, the second season of this show, is The Marvelous, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. If you haven't binge-watched this show, first of all, maybe you don't want to binge-watch the show, to tell you the truth. You want to watch it episode by episode whenever you can because each episode is important enough that you want to give yourself some time to to see what's going on right because there's a lot going on on the marvelous mrs Maisel, and it's on prime video and it is starring rachel brosnahan rachel brosnahan is one of those actresses that has been around for a while She's always looks like she's 18 years old. <laughs> and I think she's like in her early 30s maybe. But she always she's always looked like she's in, she's 18 years old. She was on House of Cards. She was Did you were you a fan of House of Cards? Actually, I've never seen House of Cards. Dude, I know. It was one of those that it was, again on my list and just never happened. Well, she was on House of Cards, and if you fans of the uh, out there of House of Cards, you know Rachel Brosnahan was actually played a character named Rachel on House of Cards, and she had a thing with Doug, and Doug ended up killing her. And so this is the person, this is the actress I'm talking about, Rachel Brosnahan. She is the star of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is one of the best shows out there 
that I can talk about. I can talk about this show forever because the cast is insane. The cast is absolutely marvelous, right? No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I think pun was intended, but that's you, okay. You think so? You think yeah, that. I do. I can't. I, do but like okay so let me let me continue telling you who's in it right alex borston now here's one of my favorite people on earth is alex borston if you don't know who i'm talking about alex borston is the actress that does the voice of lois on family guy but here's the thing this woman is more than a voice she is the actress through and through she is fantastic at everything. In fact, I would dare to say that similar to the obsession that my co-host Jocelyn has with Olivia Campbell. Oh, yes. <laughs> Olivia Coleman. I have with Alex Borstein in that respect. Alex Borstein is so good. So good. And her characters are always feisty. She's a petite woman. But her characters are like matriarchals. Feisty. They will kick your ass to kingdom come in every way possible. <laughs> and in this show, she plays Susie, a woman who doesn't necessarily like people too much. But um, she becomes a very good friend. Uh, she becomes the agent of uh, Miriam Maisel, which is a character that Rachel uh, Brosnahan plays. And it's a funny show. Like don't 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 get it twisted. This show is funny because it is about a very protected, sort of cocooned uh, Jewish New Yorker woman that uh, decided all of a sudden that she wants to pursue a career in stand-up comedy in the 1950s. So that does it for you right there. So that's that's sort of how the story goes. Some of um, Tony Shaloub plays uh, Abe Wasman, who's the father of uh, Miriam Maisel, the main character. I love Tony Shaloub. Uh, like, he can do like no wrong for he me. He's absolutely funny. People like seriously, he is funny as funny as the main character in the show. And Tony Shaloub playing a serious guy, a, a ma mathematics professor who is funny unintentionally. So you have to see that. Also, you have Marin Hinkle uh, plays Rose Wiseman. Uh, Michael Zegin plays Joel Maisel, who is the ex-husband of, of Rachel Brosnahan character. In fact, uh, Mrs. Maisel gets into comedy because Joel was pursuing a career in comedy. So that's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is the show you should watch. It is on Amazon Prime. There's two seasons of it. And each season is absolutely fantastic. You'll come back and thank Jocelyn and thank me. Have you, have you, is that on your list, Jocelyn? It is. And it's been, uh, it's been on my list since it came out. Um, I've, I've heard bits of it because when a, a good friend of mine and I were staying together, we had a girls weekend in Vegas and she had it on while she was getting ready. And just what I heard cracked me up. Um, I did not realize until very recently that Zachary Levi is in it and that's relevant to my interests. Oh, so, um, you don't so yeah, say. I do say, <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, I will. I I'm bumping it up higher on my playlist. Attention, the... Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, husband. Um, but yeah, I I it's just again one of those things. There's so much to watch, but um, Graham says it's good, so you know it's good, and my best friend loves it, so you know it's good. So. So what? Okay, so now let's do something. Here's the thing: we did a show a, a couple of weeks ago. In fact, it was uh, the second part of that show was our latest the the episode before this one that you're listening today, and uh, we talked about the shows that we liked, the shows that we 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 it, it literally called "Put This on Your List," mm-hmm. and basically, at least three of the shows that Jocelyn recommended. I've been watching, and I'm going to call you up right now, Justin, because you haven't watched any of the shows that I recommended. None. None. How dare you, co-host? I'm a terrible co-host. I'm a terrible friend and a terrible co-host and a terrible co-worker. I'm just terrible. I'm just terrible. Much lamentations. Yeah, uh, no, but look, come on. Come I, I'll on. start with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. How about that? You go ahead and do that. <laughs> That's what Graham says when he doesn't believe what you're saying. Uh, yeah, she knows me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh, we're having a blast. We're having a blast. So, what else do you have? Or do you, do you have another show? What What did you not like? What did you attempt to watch? And we're like, yeah, nah, this is not for me, kind of thing. Well, I started on Netflix the show. It was called Wormwood, and Wormwood. it you know the the title is just amazing, right? Wormwood. That sounds great. Brings up images of biblical things and yeah. all kinds of exciting, horrible, terrible things. And I think it was very well received critically. I could not get into it. I tried really, really hard. Um, it had. Uh, had a, a great cast. It was uh, it's it's set in the Cold War era. It's about MK Ultra, which actually was real. A lot of people thought it was just uh, part of you know conspiracy theorists, but it did actually happen. Peter Skarsgård is in it. Peter Skarsgård. 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 Yeah, um, and it, beautiful production. I watched the first episode, and I never got back into it again. It was, if I'm honest, a little too slick for me. It didn't have enough of realism for it. Uh, I'll be also honest. I thought for a little while I was watching a fake documentary. About MK Ultra and about conspiracy theorists. So realizing that it was based on true happenings that actually happened to this poor family in the Cold War era and all these horrible, terrible things that happened to them that the government actually did, it was a little too depressing for me. And so I, I just couldn't go back to it. Interesting premise. Uh, beautiful cast, beautiful presentation, but it just wasn't for me. Yeah, I, I also had the same experience with Wormwood in that I started watching it and the presentation of it, as you said, is almost as if it were some sort of acted documentary. No? Yes, yes. And, you know, it starts with the supposedly the, the guy's son sort of narrating 
what happened and how long it took him to get to the truth and blah blah. And I think that even includes some real life uh, news footage. News footage. Yes. Right. Yes, they do. And so yeah, I was like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and watch this. And I started watching. I started watching it like one of those Saturday nights that you know SNL is on a repeat. And I started watching it. And I'm like, no. First of all, this is absolutely depressing, and I'm starting to realize. This is just like one of those, click, you know, like some things on Facebook or something on the internet is called like clickbaiters. Yes. Like they present it a certain way, they yes. headline it a certain way, but it has nothing to do with what you thought of. Yes. So I kind of let it go too. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. I kind of felt like it, it was misrepresented as to what it was. And I didn't realize that. I was too dumb to realize that until the <laughs> episode was over. Oh, like, why? Why? Why did you have to say you? Here's the thing, <laughs> folks. If you feel like this is something that's right up your alley, go ahead and watch it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because we say that we didn't like something, does not have to stop you from watching from watching something. Maybe you can come yeah. back and say y'all were wrong. Yep. You know, yeah. and I watched this shit and I liked it. Yep. And we're not garbage people. So if you like it and you think it's the awesomest thing ever, then we're not going to crap all over you. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you think it's great, then you think it's great. That's awesome. Two which is good on, on you. And she, like that's all I'm saying. Two which is on. Yep. Two which is on. Kumbaya, my lord. Oh no! All right. So, um, for me, and here's the thing: I know that a lot of people are gonna get mad at me for saying this. I'm mad already, and you haven't even said it. I tried watching the Umbrella Academy. My God, <laughs> Netflix hyped up this shit so much. Like every time you open Netflix, you know, boom, the Umbrella Academy. They must have spent a lot of money on it. My God. And, and by the way, the, the title is great. The Umbrella Academy. It sounded like, you know, that school that Magneto or Mr. Whatever had for like special children and shit. And I was like, yo, it's along those lines, so I might watch it, right? Started watching the thing, three episodes into it, and I'm like, this show is not going anywhere. This is bullshit. The characters are bullshit. And the moment you have a talking ape that is your <laughs> butler, I'm like, I'm done with this fucking thing. I'm Get out. fuck out of here. Seriously. I am out. No, I ain't even going to play with y'all. This monkey's talking. <laughs> you draw the line at talking monkeys. Yeah, man. That's what, I mean, flying. Yes, I mean we've all seen Wizard of Oz. Well, you know, flying monkeys are yeah, right. Flying monkeys are actually. I I remember I got shit faced drunk at a bar called Flying Monkey. That was like one of the dopest <laughs> things I've, I've done in my life. No, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> like for real, but whoa, flying monkeys. But yeah. The Umbrella Academy, in my opinion, is absolute shite. You, if you want, if you have a couple of, you know, one hour to, you know, waste, that's perfectly fine. If you want to watch that, that's cool. That's, I mean, it's your prerogative. But tell you the truth, it really bloody sucked. I didn't like it. I thought it was a waste of my time. And, um... Maybe I'm stupid and I couldn't, like, yeah, I didn't get it or I couldn't get it, whatever. But, like, didn't do it for me. So, yeah, I kind of left it alone. 
Will you watch it, Jocelyn, and maybe tell me that I was wrong? I am not going to watch it. I could not muster any enthusiasm for it whatsoever. Um, I watched the trailers. I read about it a little bit, and and nothing in it called to me whatsoever. I just couldn't do it. Um, I think I might try Doom Patrol, which I think is supposed to be a little bit similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got an interesting cast, at least. Um, not that the other one doesn't, but there's there's a lot of interesting folks in Doom Patrol. Um, you know, got Timothy Dalton in it, Alan Tudyk. Um, Matt Bomer's in it. There's, there's, but you know, again, similar premise, but that's not to say I won't back out of it too. (laughs) And sometimes you get disappointed because sometimes you go into a show because of the cast and you're still like, I can't believe they agreed to do this. Yeah. You're like, whose agent owed somebody a favor? Exactly. I mean, come on. Like for instance, um, Ellen Page is in Umbrella Academy. And she plays the most depressing character. Actually, she's the only one that does not have an ability other than that she plays the violin. Do you see what I'm saying? And she's like always depressed and shit. Nobody likes her. And I'm like, that's... I deal with that enough in life. I don't need to watch that on television. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't play the violin, though. (laughs) The world's tiniest violin. (laughs) No, but I mean that was that was that was terrible. Like I don't know, yeah. And you know what? Maybe this show will go on to be a, a hit. Who knows? Yeah, some of them don't hit their stride till their next season. Well, there's that. Because like, do you know what? I think the same thing happened to me with Orange Is the New Black. I went into the first season, and Piper, like every time I saw that girl, I wanted to kind of smack her over the head. But the other characters were okay. And then I finally kind of got into it. But, you know, that's the problem with Orange Academy. Orange Academy. Orange Academy. That would be an interesting crossover. (laughs) I would probably get a lot more people watching that one. Yo, we just made our own show. We did. The Orange Umbrella Academy. (laughs) Orange Umbrella Academy. There we go. Yo, we'd be riding over here. Hey, I just we, we just high five just in case you. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so you know, I mean, maybe the next season is gonna be better. You, yeah. you never know. But like, no, not for me. I'm not gonna do this. I'm good. Um, on the other hand, ladies and gentlemen, I do have to rat on Jocelyn. Right away. And, and, and here's the thing, right? Jocelyn is one of the very few people on this planet living in the United States that has been around other people. With access to running water and electricity. Right. And it turns out that she's never watched one episode of Game of Thrones. I never have. I rest my case. <laughs> and everybody's going, and we're watching this, listening to this. Why? She's 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 never seen Game of Thrones, and we're listening to to her talk about television. Why? Here's the thing: like I understand, I'm one of those who will purposefully not watch something that is trendy because yeah, everybody's into it. I did that with Mad Men. I did that with um, Breaking Bad. I did that with a lot of shows that 
I suspected were kind of good, but because everybody were talking about it. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but again, Game of Thrones is, is something else. And I resisted Game of Thrones for the first two seasons. And one day I got curious. I had nothing to watch. I went on HBO Go and I'm like, let me what let me see what's going on with this show. And then the first five minutes they decapitated Ned Stark, and I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're decapitating people this shit. <laughs> yo, that's my kind of stuff. And I was sold, you know what I mean? So how dare you, Jocelyn? I know. How dare me? So, ladies and gentlemen, Game of Thrones is coming back, and I am excited. I cannot tell you how excited. In fact, one of the things I've attempted to do is resisting to actually see the trailer because I just want to go right into it. So you haven't watched the trailer? Nope. No, like I don't know. People get excited about trailers, but trailers don't really tell you a lot. They just, they just like kind of tease you. That's that's the point, Graham. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna get teased like that. You can't play with my feelings like that. I'm just saying, <laughs> ain't nobody gonna play with my feelings like that. <laughs> so uh, that's awesome. That makes me happy. <laughs> no, so, I haven't. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I read the first book, if that counts for anything at all. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I we know you read. We know. <laughs> mm-hmm, we know you be reading. Hey, you, we know you buy books. We know you have a membership <laughs> to uh, Barnes and Nobles. And I have shite. a library card. Lord have mercy, this child right here. Somebody, <laughs> Jeffrey, come get your wife, man. <laughs> She has a library card, and she goes around telling people about it. <laughs> Jesus. I, I tell you what. Oh, my God. Wait, what? <laughs> Get out of here. Just like. All right. So are you excited about anything coming up? I am excited. I am incredibly excited about the TV series that's coming up that I have watched the trailers for. And I will happily be teased. Um, Good Omens. Um, it is based on a book by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. And I am so freaking excited about this series that you just can't even imagine. And I'm sure... Okay, so it's got David Tennant in it. Yes! It's got Michael Sheen in it. Yes! It's got John Hamm in it. Mm-hmm. It's got Josie Lawrence in it. Yes! It's got Miranda Richardson in it. Lord have mercy. It's got Nick Offerman in it. Oh, for the love of God. It's going to be partially narrated by Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. And Francis, Francis McNormand. Ooh. And I cannot wait. A plot of it is essentially the flight, the fight for Earth at Armageddon between the demon Crowley and the angel Arisafel. I can't pronounce his name. That's probably wrong. But anyway. No, you got it right there. They are going to uh, try to save Earth in the mighty battle of Armageddon. And I can't wait. I am telling you, Jocelyn, this is what I, and, and I actually watched the trailer for this one, except somehow the gods of TV series are punishing me because <laughs> do you know that I could only hear the voices? Oh, no. <laughs> and, and I stopped it and played it twice. And all I could hear were the voices 
no images, no nothing. No, 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 motion, no, no. Just voices. And so exactly, I didn't hear anything, so I couldn't hear anything. Therefore, I'm like, okay, That whatever. stinks. That really stinks. Well, there's two trailers out. There's one that they released a few months ago, and then there's one they released, I think, the day before yesterday. And it's really good. There's a real short trailer, too, that I think is just the the opening credits, maybe, to the series. But I believe it's not coming out until May the 29th, but that's okay. I can't wait. Maybe there'll be another trailer in the meantime, which I will watch. <laughs> David Tennant does a podcast. And so the reason I brought this up is because I was wondering, I listened to the episode with John Hamm. And by the way, a very interesting episode. John Hamm is, I, I still think he's underrated uh, as an actor and as a human being. And after you listen to this episode, you can't help but feel this this dude, somebody needs to go out. And whenever you see John Hamm out where, somewhere, just, just go and hug him. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over well. <laughs> You'll instantly be tackled by a bodyguard. Bam! I'll be mean, like, but Graham told me to. Hey, man, don't be doing what I tell you. Like, since when? I don't know you like that. <laughs> but, and it was a very interesting episode, so you can listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. Of course, that is after you listen to Kicking and Streaming. Yes. Well, then, Jocelyn, I think we have uh, done it today. I think we have. We have come. We are coming to the end of this episode. We hope you liked it. We hope you are as excited as we are. Yes. About the shows that we are watching and the shows that are coming up. And also, you can also go back and listen to put that on your list or put put this on your list, uh, part one and part two. There's a lot of series and movies and documentaries that we go over on that show that that are definitely worth your time. Yeah. Uh, Jocelyn recommended some very good ones. And as I said before, I've been watching them. And so far, I am absolutely pleased with her recommendations. I think um, it confirms and affirms the notion that... I am every day humbled that she decided to help me uh, do the, this podcast. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, she, well, I'm she just good. happy to be here. She good, she good, she good. <laughs> I tell you folks, she good. <laughs> All right, everyone. It's been a blast. We hope to see you. Uh, we hope you'll be here next week. Yes. And you'll be listening to Kicking and Streaming. Yes. Me, Graham. And for... Me, Jocelyn. We out. We out. Have a wonderful day. That's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Kicking and Streaming with Graham and Jocelyn. Don't forget to tune in next week.